This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Success Street, the podcast that brings you the information you need to safeguard and optimize your payment acceptance process. This has never been more important as cyber breaches are on the rise along with the need for touch-free and online credit card processing. Join your host, nationally recognized credit card acceptance and e-commerce expert, Jennifer D'Angelo, as she explores the latest trends in essential business operating solutions through conversations with industry leaders, reviews of emerging technologies, and discussions of innovative tools and techniques. She will provide the business resources you require to expertly manage change. Now, here's your host, Jennifer D'Angelo. Good day, fellow listeners of successstreet.net. Today, I'm here with Liz Detter and Annie Garland. And I'm delighted to be introducing Liz as um, a 20-year, five-time entrepreneur and advocate for women and social justice. Liz empowers women through her flagship sales school for entrepreneurs to make money and create change. She's also president of the National Women's in Business Owners Association of Greater Lakeland, Tampa, and Metro Area. She brings wit, wisdom, and speaks on podcasts at conferences on women's empowerment, sales, and money. And our second panel guest, Annie Garland, yes, spent... (laughs) the early 70s as one of the first few women road warriors in sales, pounding the pavement along the East Coast in a world full of men. She needed to learn quickly how to take her career from what was not working to networking success. Although she learned these skills in a man's world, she has expanded her mission to teach women in all industries how to network effectively to create the success they desire. Annie is a former president of the American Society of Interior Designers, Connecticut chapter, also former and founder member of the executive managing director of the eWomen Network of Connecticut. Also founder and former, um, oh yeah, and current chapter president of the National um, Speaker Association Connecticut. Her current book, Secrets of a Serial Networker, is a few chapters away from going to the editor. Please welcome Annie Garland and Liz. And hi, everyone. I am delighted here. We hi. Th- thank you for joining my podcast, SuccessStreet.net, today. So we can talk about networking and all the juicy secrets around how to leverage your your whole business and your um, life with networking. So I think we had some great ideas um, uh, from you, Annie. I know that you've done a lot with your mastery speaker series. Maybe we can start with you. You do master play. You've been very creative over the years with networking. And I was wondering what has inspired you these days, but first, why don't we ask you, what are a couple of the quick broad brushstrokes of um, 
of your how you've grown your business and evolved? Well, I'd have to say thank you. First of all, I'm happy to be here, Jennifer. You're just such a sweetheart, and uh, I know Liz and I, you know, are excited to spend this time with you. So I thank you started out in sales. I did not go to college right away. I actually had a job right out of high school. That was my first job. It actually taught me sales. And that's actually how I met my children's father in sales. And one day he came home from work and I was sitting there putting after putting the baby to bed. I'm sitting there crying hysterically at the kitchen table. And he goes, oh my God, who died? And I said, I did because I wasn't on the road anymore. I wasn't working. I wasn't, I was Miss Mom. I love being a mom, but to me, there was more to life than just being a mom. And so I had to wrestle with that. I went to school, got my design degree, as you know, and I became president of American Society of Interior Designers. And, you know, I've just always had sales in the background and I owe it all to networking, meeting people, building rapport, following up, and that's it. That's how I met the beautiful Liz Detter at a networking oh, meeting. And we have not left each other's side since. <laughs> it was love at first sight. It was. Actually, she, you know what? When it comes to networking, whether you're at a networking in person or whether you're on a virtual call, you, you know, you really want to find the standout in the group. Yeah. Liz was a standout. Well, she was sitting down, but she was a standout. No, I wasn't. A stand- well, I was, but I wasn't. What was I uh, wanting when you saw but me? But you were a mess in a dress. Let me just say <laughs> But you know what? You had, I saw that you were a diamond in the rough. So in, in my the rough. Age, really rough. Well, actually, you dressed <laughs> up, though. You had a nice dress on. Your hair was actually pulled back like it is today. Yep. So you were, but you, you spoke so eloquently. Yeah. You still do, right? Yes, I do. I do. When <laughs> yeah, I have my filter on. Oh, <laughs> So, so it's really networking, finding those one or two people at a networking event, again, whether it's virtual or in person. And Liz, Liz, you know, she's my protege. I'm her mentor. We've been through a lot together. So uh, just buckle your seatbelts, people. Yeah. (laughs) I think one of the keys to networking is how I showed up, right? It's I showed up with intention. I had been invited to a business event. So I, I showed up dressed, ready to go. And the number one thing about networking is you got to show up, yeah. right? You, you have to. So that's it. I showed up um, with intention, business ready. I didn't know really what I was walking into, but I knew there was going to be a room full of women. And that's kind of my target audience. And um, I had a lot going on behind the scenes, like a lot, a lot. So hence the mess in the dress part. And um, I showed up transparently and vulnerably. I didn't show up crying hysterically, even though I've been crying on the car right there. I got it together before I came in, but I showed up strong, on, ready to go, have a meaningful conversation, not waste anybody's time, add value to the discussion. I came there to give, not to receive. And it's through that energy. And then kind of being a, a fairly transparent and, and vulnerable person in a lot of ways anyways, um, that's where Annie and I were able to connect. And then it's through that continual, what can I give 
to the, how can I be of value that I kept showing up at Annie's events and I kept saying, what do you need help with? And I would get there early and I would stay late to help clean up. And then, you know, the friendship evolved and my role with the organization evolved. I evolved. But networking for me has never been about, you know, the through the traditional male uh, very well, I wouldn't even say male, but very masculine, hunting, transactional type energy. I'm here to get sales. That's gross. Go away. Right. I'm here to see how <laughs> can I make this uh, experience, this uh, time that we've all chosen to share together. How can how can I add value to this? Because through that, I will receive. Maybe not today, but I I will. It's a guarantee. I want to back up because one of my secrets I, I, is, that is in my book, you actually said it. So I really want to point that out. Yes, you did. <laughs> I didn't prompt you on this. So you arrive early, you stay late. Yes. That is actually the secret to networking. When you're, even if you're on a, it doesn't matter whether you're virtual, doesn't matter whether you're in person, arrive early, stay late. You know, if there's a little after whatever they want to call it, glow, if you're with the women, we call it afterglow, you know, stay because people leave. And that's where you can really have some of those really important conversations. Yes. And again, it's back to the, it, it's back to the intention of why you're there. If you're right. there to, to close a sale and get in and get out, that's one thing. But if you're there to understand that nothing in business happens by yourself, everything requires engagement with another individual. Everything requires another person. So you have to build, and we all know it's the no like, and trust factor. Okay, how do you know people? You show up, how do you get to like them? You show up a couple times so someone can get to know you and trust you. And then it's through that, that business will be the natural thing that happens after that. Right, it's That's like creating a, a relationship, right, with somebody. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, those soft touches with them and then texting them or emailing them afterwards, it was great to meet you. You know, those soft touches go such a long way, I've noticed. And when I show up early or I stay late, I can help out. So I automatically like become like one of the inner circle. If I'm asking, how can I help you set up or break down or if it's such an event that lends itself to that? Or just, you know, that kind of thing. Or just being there for somebody else. I also not only find the leaders in the room to talk to, but then I also find people that are by themselves that kind of remind me of myself when I first showed up at a meeting, kind of awkward or, you know, well, that's more like me, my style, (laughs) yours. But, you know, somebody that I could feel some empathy with and want to chit-chat with them. Um, that may be, uh, you know, uh, inspiring in their own, even, you know, small business way. So I, the biggest thing I've done just to get to the cut to the chase for me has been to pick up associations that people didn't pay attention to in my industry. And I'm in, you know, per, what you'd call that kind of yuck space, Liz, that it could be, you know, in professional sales where I'm also, I'm doing technology business, essential business solution sales. Right. 
with quotas. Now I don't have that pressure anymore for the last several years. So it's a much different game. But I found associations that were already endorsed by my company or known by other companies and actually really serviced the hell out of them. And I came into it really paying attention to what their needs were and making each and every one of their uh, association members feel really good about the services we offered and let our company speak for itself that way through my good service and um, good business sense. So um, I wanted to hear from you what uh, all about your new um, work list, particularly in Florida. You moved to, from Connecticut to Florida. You've reinvented yourself. You're already a, a president of a new chapter. I understand. Yeah. Uh, That's tell- our Liz. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, taking notes. I'm taking notes, Liz, and now you're doing this. <laughs> well, so I, um, I've been with E-Women. That's how you know Annie started the E-Women chapter in Connecticut, and I was one of her first, uh, first few members and early on her board. And uh, she really showed me um, a lot about, I mean, it still does, right? As, she's, as she said, a mentor. So yes. showed me a lot about networking, how to build a chapter, how to run it the right way, and uh, really, you know, set that gold standard for me. And being an, on the inside, I got to see a lot of the behind, I got to see all the behind the scenes. Nice. Um, I've been affiliated with NABO, the National Association of Women Business Owners, which is a women, a professional um, business women's networking group. It's the longest um, nonprofit uh, organization and it's very advocacy based and driven. I was actually going to start the Connecticut chapter a couple of years ago, 2017, I think, and the universe had other plans. Fast forward, pandemic and perfect storm brings me down to Florida. The dust settles a little bit. Um, and I say, you know what, I got to get back out there and start networking. Obviously, not in Florida, you know, in person. So, what can I do virtually? So I get online to find the NABO meetings. Um, it's not a huge e-women presence here. NABO is much stronger. So I was like, let me hook up with the NABO chapter, see what's going on down here. I connect with um, the Tampa Lakeland Metro cha- chapter, and I talk to their membership director. We have a great conversation. She gets to know me. I get to know her. I talk to her about my past experience growing chapters and my experience in my business and sales, et cetera. She calls me back a couple of weeks later. Would you be on our board? Like, sure. What do you need? Communications. Like, I got you. I can do this all day, every day. Fine. On it. Now I'm (laughs) part of the board. Awesome. Because I showed up. I let her know what I could do. I let her know I'm available to help, to serve. What do you need from me? Cool. Strategically, now I can leverage that I'm a board member to open doors, have bigger conversations, give me more clout in the area, et cetera. Fast forward a couple months. Our president uh, is in real estate and real estate is booming right now. Her business is a rocket ship and she just doesn't have the bandwidth to give the chapter what it needs. Mm -hmm. So we had a board meeting and a virtual. You ever been on those Zoom calls where you know everyone's staring at you, but like you can't tell, but like because it's Zoom, but like, you know, they're all staring at you. So we're on the call. (laughs) Exactly. Like now everyone's leaning in. So we're on this board meeting and she announces that she's going to be stepping back and um, who wants to take her place? Crickets. And I was like, I'll do it. So overnight I'm president. So I'm now president of the chapter, which is an incredible honor um, and a responsibility. 
And as I'm moving forward, growing this chapter, my uh, tone, conversation, intention is succession planning. Let me find the next leaders. I'm building my board. This is my strategy, right? I learned from the best. You build out your board. You find your next leader who's going to be the president that's coming in after me because she's going to set the tone for what's next. So I have to work very closely in tandem with her, even though she's coming in a year after me. I got to find her. I have to build out my board so we can grow right now. We all have to be on the same page with the mission and vision for our chapter where we're headed. Each board member is going to build out their respective committees and each committee member will start bringing on their friends and recruit their people in. You grow it from the top out. Now with that, it's servant leadership. So you listen from the bottom up, but by having those people and relationships in place, there's never a disconnect. Did I get it right, Annie? Did I get it right? Did I do, do I get a gold star? A plus, A plus, Liz. I was so proud of you. Right out of the book. I learned from the best. You learn well, darling. I love uh, you. You teach well, you so, teach well. Well, you, you're a good student. So yeah, that was that's pretty much how I do things. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, you're I welcome. Don't to, I don't need to talk much. But <laughs> can I circle back, Jennifer, to something you said because I, I picked it up and I really want to go back. When you said when you were networking, you you had the fortunate uh, uh, benefit of a business that endorses. How did you phrase it? The business that endorses. Yeah, I, I, we're like an international company now, but um, right. But so we're we're endorsed by associations that have just been neglected and orphaned by people okay. in my own company that I picked up and nurtured along, and now have gotten tighter bonds with them, and I have a business dream from them because I okay yeah does that did that make sense okay because okay but yes that was exactly where I wanted you to go yeah so. That was great for you, but what about people who don't have that? Right. How do they move forward, right? right? And that's where where I wanted to talk a little bit about how you get out there and meet people. And you want to what I what I want people to do is to try every circle they can. Give it a one-time shot. Mm-hmm. Go and try it, see if there's a fit. That's a chapter in my book, What does men's underwear have to do with networking? And, you know, you have to find the right fit, right? Like I did B&I and the Chamber of Commerce and and all the chambers and all the chambers and I go to all the B&I meetings. So exactly that the secret sauce isn't just one or two things, right? You really got to do like you're alluding to. And And I sort of wasn't saying there's just not the silver bullet. The magic, the magic bullet. There is no silver bullet. Right, nope. right. You've got to try different things, Annie. You've exactly got it. And when you do show up, you've got to be of service. And you've also got to participate in whatever they're offering and be part of, right? And not keep, even if you're kind of awkward or shy like I am at times, um, that, you know, you can't sit on the sideline. You got to get out of your, com- your comfort zone. So some of the best positions for somebody who's introverted and doesn't really want to face people that, you know, I, I, uh, I have this little thing that I figured out, whoops, that's not my dog. (laughs) Anyway, what? (laughs) 
Okay, where is that on the thing? Um, when, uh, when you're an introvert, you really don't like to network. But there are people that do like to network. They're just, they don't know how to go about it. So when the pandemic happened, people, all the introverts were like, oh my gosh, it's so great. I don't have to get out there. I don't have to be in person. But people like Liz and I, we are like people magnets. We, we are out there all the time. And if we can't get to an event, we have FOMO, fear of missing out, mm-hmm. right? But what's happened with the pandemic is the introverts have JOMO, which is joy of missing out. So <laughs> they don't really want to participate in in-person meetings. They're, they push back or hold back when they're on a virtual Call. Right. They just aren't as visible. And being visible is just as important. And just as Liz and I dressed up today and you did, you know, you just, you know, you have no idea. I have shorts on underneath, but that's okay. Nobody knows that, right? I don't even want to ask what you have underneath, Liz. So <laughs> <laughs> shorts, probably. Um, so <laughs> just, you got me on this one. <laughs> Anyway, we're going to have to cut this part, but um, leave off where we are. Um, Take it away, Liz. So I think that there's um, there's three things I kind of want to touch on that that we've we've talked a little bit about. And I just want to want to nail it in for the listeners that we had talked about, you know, there's no one silver bullet. There's, you know, kind of you, you have to come up with your own formula. Well, with that. Uh, you don't need to be all places. You do have to go try them on. You have to figure out what works for you. You have to get a flavor for how different groups are run, what different people are attracted to them, where your people are, where your people's people are. Like you have to try them on, but then after that, really commit to no more than three, right? And then really double down on one. So have like one main thread and then two kind of ancillary threads that you are a part of, and then one that you're really heavily invested in. The other thing I want to add to that, two more things. One is bigger is not better. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's the more intimate groups. Anything more than three people is a networking group. So sometimes it's the more intimate groups where you can build a stronger relationship faster than it is the groups where there's hundreds of people or 50 people or something like that. It can become very overwhelming and actually more isolating than if you were in a group with four or five people where everyone's really holding space and listening to each other. So bigger does not equate to better. And then the third thing I'll say, which I mentioned before, is it really is a function of networking with intention. What are you there for? If you are there for yourself, if you are worried more about what you are going to say, you are in sales energy, you are in fear energy, we will smell that out and you will not vibe with others. If you are there out of genuine curiosity, if you are there with that little kid playground energy of I want to play and I want to make a friend today, then it's going to go a lot further. And one of the ways that introverts can do this, I'm the extroverted extrovert, but I hate networking. Fun fact, but you didn't know that about me. I hate networking. So Annie, when I was engraving myself into uh, intertwining myself in eWomen on your board, what was my job that I always did? I did check-ins. That's where I was going. I check-ins. Always, yeah, registrations. I got registrations. to know everyone 
without having to ever network, everyone got to know me. I got to know everyone's name and I never had to work the room. Right. And the other one too is getting on the phone tree. If there's a phone tree in the group, which you all groups should have, if there's a meeting, whether it's virtual or otherwise, if you get to be the phone person, then you get to introduce yourself the same way as being behind the desk. Mm -hmm. Those are two jobs if you have Jomo and you're an introvert. I mean, really. Um, they're focused. They're in and out. You, you get okay. to the, get there early. You set up shop at the front of the room. You get all the badges. You get the registration list. You do whatever you've got to do from a technical perspective, but you get to know everyone. And then you say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Remind me your name again. It's okay to say that. There's a lot of people going on. You, yeah. you don't... Yeah. I even would see these women every single month, multiple times a month, and I would forget their name because, of course, there's nobody, 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 and then 17 women show up at once, and it's like, ah, overwhelmed. So it's okay to say, remind me your first name again. It's okay to say that. So for anyone who's listening, like, oh, well, I won't. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yes, you can. What's, what's interesting about Liz, even to this day, I've known you for years now. I've been doing events for years now. And you always do the reception desk. Yes. You love the reception desk. Love it. You, yeah. I mean, I, I, nobody can beat, beat you away from the reception desk. Ooh. It's like, it's my territory. It's mine. Yep. But if, and, and look at all the people you've met over the years. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I, I mean, it's just mushroomed. Mm -hmm. it's, I, I can totally identify with that. Yeah, I yeah. call the greeter. So, mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes I'm... Um, an unassigned greeter. I just decide that I am going to be an ambassador. You know, if you, if you can't, you know, beat them, join them. If you can't beat them, join them, you might as well start something new. And there's a lot of groups that don't even have that functionality. So I go around, you know, if it, especially like if we're part, like part of the platinum group or another group, hey, I'm a new member. I'd, I'd love to, you know, know more about you, that kind of thing. And stay interested in the person in front of you. And one of the challenges for me, like I, because I can be a little, you know, I'm on many tasks at one time, is to stay focused on that one person. Even if other people are cutting in, sometimes, I mean, you envelop them, but, you know, you want to make sure that you're really getting to know um, and not being overly distracted by all the other things going on in the room. Make sense? That's an excellent point, Jennifer. That's, that's absolutely true. You want to be zeroed in, eye contact, straight away. It, there could be hundreds of people around you, you just make that person the most important person in the room. Right. And they may not be somebody that you want, you know, that you could connect with as far as doing business with, but you could say, you know, you know what, your business, I'm not familiar with your business. I really don't think I know anybody that I could help you in your business. But if I run across somebody that I know that might be interested in your business, I'd be happy to recommend you. And then what I would get on the is get on the phone with them and talk with them maybe a little bit more and dig you a little bit. You did that so well, Annie. You built very wonderful. I mean, you did that with me early on. We had wonderful conversations. We had the most real conversations of all the people I talked to, you know, in, in the networking groups we've been part of together that took me aside and had a real conversation. Um, offline, but I didn't. I didn't know your business. I didn't understand your business. 
but I wanted to because I'm a connector and everybody, you know, I usually pick somebody and I connect and get on the phone with them or hope, well, we couldn't over the last year and a half, but meet in person. We did meet before COVID and, and I really got to understand who you are, even though your business, I don't need your business, but I may know somebody who needs to know you. And that's the magic. You know, you, you never know who you meet right. that needs to know you. Right. Well, and the other always is, with a good impression. And what, the what? other thing, it doesn't have to be business all the time. No, we are doesn't. human. We are people. So like, I'll give an example of the three of us. So it was January 2020. And uh, I think it was January 9th. I can remember. But anyway, you guys were getting together for lunch. And I had a lot of personal stuff going on. I was leaving court that day with my ex and had a big situation happen. And I call Annie, my bestie, having a panic attack in the car. She's like, I'm getting together with Jen for lunch. You can come join us. I come hightailing up there and I come join you guys for lunch. And yeah, we had some business conversation, but it was three women who have all been through life getting together to let our hair down and talk. And we know what each other does professionally, right? I mean, we didn't leave there exchanging business cards and sending referrals to each other, but we left there with a a strengthened sense of who we are as humans, which allows for so many more what I call non-sales victories, like this opportunity for all of us to add value together to happen. You know, I mean, could it have happened without that moment? I'm sure, but it's okay to have conversations with people that aren't always tell me who your ideal client is and what's a great customer for you and who's a great power partner. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like, yeah it's, what's up to like, what's going on? Let me Those conversations are so bad. Ugh, I hate it. Yeah, right. What, what I want to impress upon the conversation you just talked about, Liz, is that you were having a little mini breakdown. Me? I, I couldn't be with you at the moment. Yeah. One on one. Yep. So I invited you in to join and I asked Jennifer if she would mind if my friend Liz, I mean, she, she knew you knew Liz. Right. I said, Liz, Liz, some girl time. Let's pull her in. Let's calm her down. That's what I'm thinking. And so, and you were very gracious as well. And we ended up having lunch together, all of us. And it was a great interaction for the two of you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and I'm always positioning people. I love, I mean, I love connecting people. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I just, I and think it's so important. As we rise. Yeah. It's like, yes. as, as we rise, I mean, if we're not having fun doing things and being supportive of each other. Then what's the point really? I mean, it, it's the, it always, it's called life. Yeah, it's called life and the humane thing to do. And it makes it so, I talked about life is just so juicy, so rewarding, so amazing, so miraculous that we might as well, you know, celebrate each other's life, even and be there in the times that are more challenging um, because so we have a a richer relationship. Absolutely. And we had a lot of fun. We got laughs. By the end of that lunch, then we were we were having a good time, and you were smiling again, Liz, and and Annie Mm -hmm. with um, her stellar self, and and you know mastering the uh, mentors, (laughs) mentees. Mm -hmm. 
So we really, we were really helped it's, out. It's, it's, it's all those decades. Remember, mm-hmm. I started in the 70s. I was 10. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. You still, in the womb. still in the womb. With the same glasses. Yeah. yeah. With the same glasses? Yeah. No, I don't think I wore No, no, yet. just kidding. Okay. No, just wondering. Oh. Um, so what is ins- most inspiring you these days, Annie, in your Oh, what's in most inspiring me? business or anything? In your uh, my grandkids. Mm-hmm. my grandkids I love I I'm taking you know some time off during the summer uh just to just to focus on Annie and my family get those last chapters done in my book you know and then I'm going to regroup you know I'm doing a little bit of regrouping coming out in September figuring out really where I want to go I've got a couple of more mastery sessions going that was something since I'm an in-person heart-to-heart toe-to-toe event person, as everyone knows, you know, I create and produce all these events, extraordinary events for women. And I just, I hit a wall when I couldn't do it. I almost, I mean, I didn't have a breakdown, but it's like, what do I do? Right? Right. What do I do? So when everybody was jumping on the bandwagon, giving all this free stuff and I mean, really incredible. I mean, it was like a world smorgasbord. It was unbelievable. You, you, and that's where Clubhouse opened up. I mean, brilliant stuff came out of the pandemic. And what happened with me is like, I jumped on the bandwagon, but what I saw was people were really getting zoomed out early on listening to one or two hour or three hour presentations or all of that. And so what I decided to do, because I love the number three, I like three of us, trilogy. I mean, it's a really magic number in so many ways, even in interior design, when you design, you design with threes or odd numbers, fives. And so I wanted to bring three incredible women together that had similar uh, bandwidth in 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 a particular arena, whether it's sales or whether it's reinvention or change. I've got you can see behind me here, I've got all my mastery series, spiritual and wellness. I've done those over the last seven, eight months where I'm giving women a platform and I'm also hosting and just like you're doing today. And I, I, I just love doing it. I love that. So mastery series, um, I'm just not sure how long I'm going to be doing it because I really want to get back to the in-person thing. So that's, that's where I'm going. So I'm going to finish out the year. So the one that's coming up, I don't know, it's called Mastering Play, where women need to play more. We need to get out and bring out that inner child in us. And, you know, we've forgotten how to be fun, you know, right. and especially since the pandemic. So I brought together three amazing women to help us do that. One's in Costa Rica, one's in Santiago. They're not even in the United States. And and then I've got one here in the United States who's amazing. So that'll be a fun one. And and I've got one coming up in leadership. And uh, date for that? I can, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's um, the 27th of this month, Mastering Play. Okay, Um, 20, yes. So you can go to events by, by Annie dot com to uh it's events e- events by anne.com or you right. can go to my website 
annegarlandenterprises.com. I just launched my new website, so I'm pretty excited about that. Liz, I don't think you've even seen it. Mm-mm. So, um, yeah, because I just launched it. <laughs> anyway, so I'm pretty excited about that. So that's, that's what's going on with me. You know, I'm just a happy clam enjoying life, right? And my book. And this is my book, Secrets of a Serial Network. Yay! Love it. Yay, where's the chicken? Love it. And you're gonna let you're gonna let everybody know on your website. (laughs) No, when that book's coming up. Yeah, there you go. That 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 kind of resembles me sometimes in materials. Liz, what's inspiring you these days? I think what's inspiring me is um you know, with this relocation to Florida, we came down here just to ride out the pandemic at my parents' house. And uh, then one thing led to another and decided to, to make it an official relocation. Um, but not really knowing where we want to land, we've kind of been doing the gypsy life, Airbnb, uh, in different places to see what area we ultimately want to land in. So I think what's inspiring me is um, recognizing that even though I'm not where I want to be yet physically, financially, or otherwise, because at every level we see new, new sets. So we're never where we want to be because we're always looking ahead. But what's inspiring me is really to take pause to recognize that everything that I have right now is once something that I only ever dreamed of. Mm-hmm. And, nice, you know, nice I woke up said. this morning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I woke up this morning, I went outside and, uh, you know, it was it was a little a little chilly this morning. It was like seventy nine, um, <laughs> and uh, I'm sitting outside in the sun and listening to the waves crash on the beach, and you know, sipping my coffee and just catching up on things at my own pace. Uh, we're doing the homeschooling thing, which you know, uh, we're we're doing the best we can. And, you know, what are you going to do today? And what are we going to do today? And I've got some work in the morning and then we'll do this in the afternoon and get some pool time in and go to the beach. And it's like, you know, I don't want to live the race anymore. I'll be busy again. When, once we get settled, we're probably going to end up in the Tampa area. Um, I'll be busy again for sure. And I'll be out there again, networking for NABO and building relationships in the community and all of that for sure. And uh, I need to remember and remind myself, um, which is going to be really easy to do in Florida because I'm such a beach junkie um, to to live first. Um, I haven't done that in a really long time. That is one of the single most uh, big lessons I have learned in life is to play with more. And I have due to, um, you know, these life changes in the past year and a half, I have taken time to really begin to feel that inner flow and that calmness again in my life. And I've done more of that by connecting with friends just to be corny in nature. What does that mug say? Keep calm, drink tea. There you go. (laughs) Right. And I feel, yeah, I feel so much calmer, really. Um, I'm, I'm doing more ballroom in Argentine tango dancing and all these fun things and I'm hiking with friends multiple times a week with, with or without my dogs. Um, and I'm having a blast and I'll probably go back to the beach. Um, well, I am planning to go back to the beach and spend time there again. And I know Annie, you enjoy the beach and the calmness. Um, 
of all that too. So I'll be back at the Cape in another week and a half. And so these, all these experiences being much calmer, having much more, more playtime, I think is making me a a better, even in the, as a whole person, you know, more integrated and a co-creator with, with fellow businesswomen like you, other business leaders. I think, well, I don't think what, what the pandemic, the gift that the pandemic gave us, and, and I apologize for anyone who's listening who has lost somebody, but yeah, uh, the gift of just pausing and going inward because we've all had to do it on a world basis, not just just a single basis. This is a world, this is a global right. happening that we've all, we've all had losses of some type. I, I'm I'm sure we all have, and yes. and but if you can just flip it just a little bit, just knowing that we take a pause, slow down a bit, um, just really reassess and what's really important. And I think uh, uh, most women that I talked to today, they have done that. Liz, you just professed what's important to you. You've slowed down. I can't imagine you you know, going the way you were going. I mean, you were, and, and even me as a serial networker, I was, I, you know, I belonged to five chambers and, you know, I just don't need to do that anymore. I've narrowed it down to one or two. I've assessed where I need to be, how I want to work with women, do two events a year that are really epic. Uh, and, and I don't necessarily mean large I mean, intimate. I just came off of my Girls Goals Grizz, which was supposed to be a January event. I had 30 people there and it was wonderful. It was intimate. You know, you don't need a big party. No. You know, you don't need the massive. If you're going for the dollars, you know, that's one thing. But if you're looking for the intimacy, and that's what I'm known for for my events. And I know Liz knows that. And I know you know that too, Jennifer, that I just love the connections. And everything I did was so funny. One of the uh, experiment, one of the things that I threw out for networking, you know, I brought up the fact that uh, I, I brought out a six pack of toilet paper and I put a roll on everybody's table because I said it seemed to be the big thing during the pandemic. Nobody had toilet paper. And they were all saying, where is she going with this? <laughs> and so I said, everybody take, Take some, take some toilet paper, pull off some toilet paper and just keep it for yourself because you never know when you're going to need it. And then when everybody took their toilet paper, then I said, how many, how many, you know, raise your hand. How many did do, did one sheet or two sheets, more than four sheets, more than 10 sheets. And somebody actually had 20 sheets. And so at that table of six people, that 20 sheeter <laughs> had to tell 20 things about that person. So however many sheets you drew is how many things you had to share. Oh, with I love that. And it was just a fun, yeah. it was a fun network. That thing. is fun. I, Liz, you need to do it. You need to do it. I mean, I just come up yeah. with these things. I, I know, know you're how, great with that. I just come up. And, and that's where my always expect the unexpected. Yep. And it was so much fun. I mean, we just laughed. It was just so much fun. And that's what we need to do. We need to play. We need to laugh. We need to touch 
get in touch with our hearts, you know, and reach out to people. There are people that are hurting and you want to reach out to those people. Mm -hmm. So anyway. Yeah. Oh, and that's what networking is all about. Just, you know, feel, understand when you're working with somebody one-on-one, you get to really know them and Mm -hmm. and you can, you know, you can be in touch. I mean, we're nurturers as women, so you can feel what their needs are. And network together. Right. I think we, we go and I've been saying this on repeat, but networking with intention. But if, if we go to network for ourselves, again, that's like that masculine sales energy that's gross. But Annie and I, I mean, we're peas in a pod wherever we go. Right. So I'm there very easily able to network for her. She's there as a connector networking for everybody. Right. But it, it's about maybe instead of me going there to make the connections that I can make, who can I be an advocate for? Who can I say, you know what, Jen's got this incredible podcast, you need to listen to it. You know what, um, who do you know, a friend of mine is looking for someone in the whatever space. Make it like that. And then what happens is people will say, you know, they'll, they'll do whatever, they'll bridge the introduction, et cetera. And then after the networking event, you're like, oh my God, thank you so much for that. You know, I'm going to pass it on to Jen. Um, let's set up a time because I didn't get to know that much about you. I didn't get to tell you about me. So let's set up a time after hours to have that conversation, right? Doesn't right. Not everything has to happen right then and there. I love so, that, Liz. Yeah, that yeah. Is, that's how it's I feel. organic. Right, it's, it's organic. organic. Yeah, because you've built that relationship. You've got that knowledge about them. You've had that fun, like you say, and now you have some trust with them. And you can feel like you can refer them, endorse them, or or welcome them to be a speaker event, to be a coach for a certain person, to go through um, selling school, or to be mastering um, some other networking um, endeavor. I mean, that's what it that's what it's about getting to because really people can't really recommend those six degrees of separation or 20 million degrees of all the people that we all know you between the three of us without yep. really having you know some depth and understanding of what the other one offers and mm-hmm. i i would not hesitate in a heartbeat to recommend either of you to a multiple of um, uh, events and situations in people and uh, pro- you know professional and situations. So um, just so you know that about where I'm coming from. There's there's yeah. and and there's another activity you can do in a networking situation which I've where it's you have that hour. I always like if I do an event, I always have an hour of networking. It is so critical to offer that because people are either going to arrive late. You don't want them to miss. They don't want to miss the keynote or whatever the important segment is that the meeting is for. And so you always want to have a longer networking opportunity. And when during that time, that's when I go into action and I go around and meet people, you know, uh, and then I'll say, oh, by the way, I just met this person over here. I think you two have something in common. Let me introduce you. Mm-hmm. And I've done that often. Yes. Because not that I had something for that person, but, you know, there's no such thing as coincidence. There's always a reason you're going to, it's like, even if you ride an elevator, you probably, there's somebody in that elevator and he, don't, don't do the Darth Vader joke, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> no, now I have to. Who's, Darth, have to. Who's okay. Darth Vader's wife? Ella. Who's Darth, 
Ele- elevator. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so even in an elevator with Darth <laughs> and Ella, there might be somebody there you need. I mean, I've been on an airplane sitting next to somebody and there was a re- we, we actually connected and then we connected afterwards. And I don't mean dating, but I mean, there was an actual business connection. Yep. So I mean, there's always, there's yep. no such thing. As- What's nice about your events is you always offer amazing food during the networking session. And it's in a destination. It's in a beautiful area, uh, inn or historic building, whatnot. And you make it very interesting. And I have to say elegant. So you kind of feel like you're very comfortable. You're with like-minded people that are there to enjoy, to have fun with each other's company. You know you're going to get a lot. There's going to be a lot of laughs. Um, you you have a fabulous sense of humor, Annie, and um, you bring a lot of um, wit and uh, wisdom to your just as with Lisa to her events. <laughs> I think that's probably our commonality there. So the, yes. when I do an event, one of that's one of my secrets. I engage all five senses, yes, without question, without question, and and that's where a lot of people miss when they do events. And 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 my goal is it isn't about the money; it's about the experience for the person attending. That is paramount to me. That I want everybody leaving there saying, "Oh my gosh, I just took three hours or six hours or whatever the hours is," and right. it definitely. Was it was worth my time. Right. You have these amazing little giveaways, too. You know, these hot little pens oh, or other things. Yeah. And what was so great, this last one for Girls Goes Grizzlies, you, you, what I did was I always do an event and I have a give back. So I always right. raise money, whether it's diapers. I ask people to bring diapers for some woman who... We we're going to give her diapers for a year, whatever it is. There's always a give back. I don't I just don't do an event. There's always a give back. And I just didn't have one for this recent one of the 30 people that were gathered together. So I came up with the idea that and I announced I said I always have a give back. I had the best raffles ever. I had like 12 different raffles from people that I mean, they were just incredible raffle items. And and I just I said, how what I just couldn't come up with the, the, the recipient for this one. So I announced that at each table, they were going to confer. So we had five tables and we we're going to come up with five different charities to give the raffle money to. And we raised $500 out of 30 people. That's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we, they, we voted on one of them and I'm I'm just putting it together now just to send it to um, the organization. So, I mean, that was just a real fun thing. And everybody, you know, we came up with $480 and we said, oh, my God, we're $20 short. And somebody put it in, right? So it's like it was just women coming together to not only receive, but they also gave themselves. And and that's actually, that is one of the things I love about eWomen Network is their foundation. You know, there always was a give back. And, yes. uh, and, and, and I did that even before eWomen. It was one of the things that filled my heart when I was executive managing director of eWomen Network mm-hmm. was, was doing that. 
So right, and you get everybody participating in some way or another. You know, so they're part of. You know, but that but that's the networking part too. Yes, and I always every table. I mean, I had little games that they would exchange. I mean, that's what it's all about. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I mean, nobody wants to go to a boring networking meeting, do you? Well, you know, well, I think that's, that's what people think that it is, is it's a business card exchange and it's a, you know, it's like a speed networking or something like that. And right. people think that it's going to be this boring event that we have to talk about business all the time. But, you know, Annie's my best friend and that grew out of networking, right? I wouldn't have met you if it wasn't for a networking event. So what networking is to me is a container to build relationships. That's it. We need a reason to get together. I mean, we had, Annie, you and I both walked up to random people in restaurants and just kind of recruited them out of the blue, but we are the exception, not the rule. You can't, I mean, there comes a certain point in the life where you can't go up to someone and be like, cute shoes, want to be my friend? Like, it's not, <laughs> Annie and I have done that and we'll continue to do that because that's who we are, but that's, that's not normal. So, women still require these relationships. People require these relationships. And that's what networking is already just by virtue of the fact that you're going to a networking event that has a theme, uh, interior design, Nabo, e-women, whatever the thing is. National Speakers Association. National Speakers Association. Let me throw that one in. Whatever, whatever the thing is, even if it's not business related, there are tons of just like fun. Go to meetup.com, go to Eventbrite, go to your Facebook events to see what's going on. Go to a Facebook group that's local to your community and see what's going on there. People get to, anything more than three people is technically a networking event, right? So right. it's just, they're containers. I, to I don't know. I say two people is a party. There you yeah. go. You can't have a party without another person. So yep. and three people makes it a jamboree. So. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Rave. <laughs> you know what is really fun to show up to is like the best of, the best of events. Like they're the best of restaurants of Greater Hartford. I showed up and the business owners were there with their chefs. And I think I got three new clients that day just because the owners and the chefs happened to be there, love their food. It was a real reach for me to, to even show up an event that I just heard about. I wasn't even personally invited to and the who's who's were there in the restaurant world. And mm -hmm. it was so much fun. Good and tip. I think that I really, that, that it was impressive for me to be there with those owners and taste their food and actually ex be part of their celebration of their restaurants in yeah. such an event and their success. They're being awarded for outstanding food experience. Like you are in the, you know, the, it was a networking experience as well for me. Mm -hmm. But I go for that reach. Mm -hmm. I will do something I'll hear about it and go, oh, that will get me out of my comfort zone. I'm going to meet a lot of people. If you do the same thing that everybody's doing, you're going to probably end up like everybody else. I like to do something that's kind of, I shouldn't say exceptional, but what somebody is not expecting of me. Just so, you know, for those of you listening, I would say too, you know, you've just, and I've said this before on the show, try to do something in, in that inspires you out of your zone to connect with others and celebrate whatever it is that they're doing 
And I just really, in celebration of you, uh, uh, Liz and Annie, today, I wanted to ask you, are there other things that you'd like to give back to the listener? Something, um, words of wisdom or something on your website or on your uh, blog, your Instagram, something that we, how else we can, um, you know, connect with you on? Yeah, well, I've got the 120K Club. So 120K.club is my uh, Facebook community where we uh, chat about all the things and get into sales conversations and more networking tips and stuff like that. But one one tip I'll leave people with is one of the reasons why we don't go to networking events is because we're concerned about what we're going to say. Okay. And I'll leave people with the thought of the expert asks, the amateur answers. The amateur is the one who's so concerned about what they need to say. The expert is the one who knows to ask the intelligent questions. When you got those three clients from that networking event, I doubt that you were sitting there saying all the things and explaining your features and benefits. And you were probably asking intelligent questions to engage in conversation and discern if they were the right people to continue a conversation with. The expert asks, we don't have to worry about what we're going to say. Exactly. So I just want to write a big permission really, to everyone. Really Don't worry about what you say. Just show up, engage in some sort of conversation and let the questions flow, period. Mm, love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So it's the 120K Club on Facebook. Okay. Yep. We're going to look that up, audience. Okay. Thank you for sharing. Annie, did you want to mention something? Well, I love the ask also. I mean... We're, we're two peas of a pod. And so A is how you approach somebody. Uh, I have this formula that is never fails. If you're at, a, at an in-person networking event, you want to go up to one or two people or even three at max. And you would go up to somebody and you would just, you know, see, let me just retract on that a little bit. I'm really worried about right now with the pandemic, I'm hearing there's a lot of fear of going out and networking. How do I do this? And people are really afraid to do this. I'm hearing this on NPR and and around, I'm reading about it. And so my three, two, one, what I call it, you go up to somebody at a networking meeting and you just say, hey, I'm here to network. I'm here to meet three people I've never met before. You're my first. Liz. No, you're my second one. <laughs> no, you're my first. And I really, I, I'm here to network. And so I'd love to just, you know, tell me just what, what Liz is saying. Just say, what brought you here? Is it the speaker? You know, you can just engage in simple conversation and, but just get the conversation started. That's, that, the, really that, that's the Annie Garland line. That's, that's the one. I'm what? here to meet three fabulous people. You taught it to me with, with the second one. I'm here to meet yes. three fabulous people and you're my second one. Yes. Oh, I yep. love it. I love oh, it. Oh, it's a game and, changer. And, and, how you, and how you exit is, you know, and if it's, if it's not going well, you can just say, well, we, we don't have very much time left. So I've really got one more person to meet before they start the program. So, yep. You know, that's it. How it you gives you an in and an out. You're it done. You an in and an out. It's, I call it my three, two, one. You know? I love it. That yeah. is the best. So, but but the most important, I, so I have three things. You want to approach someone, you want to ask the right questions, and you want to follow up. And if you don't follow up, 
right. you know, you might as well not have shown up, actually. Right. So if and you don't need to meet a dozen people, you just meet, no. want to meet two to three, one to two, anywhere, one, two, three, depending on the time you have, but follow up with that person no matter what, mm-hmm. because you know who they know that needs to know you. And that right. will you build that rapport and you, that's how you start that, that ball rolling. So it's been a blast being here, Jennifer. I really have enjoyed being with Liz. I always love you. And you have, I I think, your way in. We've all got to read your book, The Serial Networker, that's coming out. Secrets of a Serial Networker. Yeah, and we've got to get your, go to your website to go to your online events because people all over the world can go to your online event that's coming up the end of June, correct? I have a girls' night out coming up on the 22nd, which is free. Oh, and I bring people from all over. I'm bringing in a, uh, a celebrity chef and uh, we're going to be talking. It's called Babes, Babes, Bubbles and Bubbles and, and Barbecue or something like that. I can't remember what it is. Okay, exactly. okay call me in on that. Okay, call me in. Well, I'm getting work. a feedback here. Okay, oh, Babes, fun. Bubbles and Barbecue. It's on June, June 22nd and it's listed on my website. And Gar- well, and yeah. A-N-N-E, Garland right. Enterprises with the nest.com and just go to events. And I have a section in there, nine things you may not know about Annie. And mm-hmm. so, <laughs> and I challenge people to find the one that they don't know about me. And then I'm asking them to text me if they guess it. And then I'm giving a $25 gift certificate to whoever I pull from the end of the month that gets it right. So Love kind it. of a little fun game, you know. Love I'm it. always a, I'm always about fun. That's why I have my chicken. My chicken. We're two cool, we're two cool chicks here. Nut <laughs> <laughs> and a nut, and I've got well, my I would clapper. say four now, but you know what? You What's know? that? I would say about four chicks now. <laughs> four yep. chicks. Yeah, we got four chicks. I love Actually, it. I, I bought this for my dog. I decided to use it in my cover of my book <laughs> the dog didn't like it i loved fabulous. it <laughs> that's fabulous well i think we all need to be standouts in some ways so i think we've, we're we're there so and i'm thank all the listeners today for tuning in to successstreet.net and i look forward to seeing you amazing woman on the other side thank you for joining us today and we'll talk to you soon Take care. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Success Street. Each week, Success Street brings you the latest trends in essential business operating solutions, including conversations with industry leaders, reviews of emerging technologies, and discussions of innovative tools and techniques. If you'd like to hear other episodes of Success Street, go to EWNPodcastNetwork.com. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most of the other major podcast sites. You can go to www.successstreet.net to learn more and receive special offers. So until next time, we're pleased to offer you this vital information and hope you join us again on Success Street.
Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.